So there is a toxicity within the internet, within everything. Well, but mainly within the internet. There is a toxicity which is inherent in every single wake of our lives. And it has slowly taken us down this path which helps some people but isn't relevant to most of reality. And it's 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 what we're going to dive into today. And I, 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 I don't know where we're going with the start of this podcast. What's up, kids? How are you doing today? You know, you good? You good? Yeah, fair enough. So recently, a friend of mine sent me a. I think it was like a reel. You know, like how every social media platform has like has reels, or they've got stories, or they've got TikToks, or they've got some nonsense. I don't know. There's bits and bobs going on everywhere. I, I, I'm still old enough to remember Vine when Vine was relevant. So, you know. I'm showing my age, but that's that's. They sent me something. It was one of these short clips, um, and it was essentially a young man. Don't ask me. I've already lost the link. Discussing this whole idea of um, kind of positive affirmation, and that whole. I, I guess the the way to word it would be the the live laugh love quotationness of online and using slogans to give positive affirmation or using um, kind of positive messages or what they assume is positive messages to reinforce a value within people and get people to be on their you know their best and look out for the positive in the world and all this kind of stuff and it was it was funny because it was a timing of i've already got i have this list of sort of topics which i you know occasionally dive into when we do these podcasts sometimes i've just got an idea and we're, we're on and we go all the times there is a little bit of planning which goes into it i have a list of things and one of these things on my list is this whole idea that as a creative, as a person, I'm the kind of I'm the person who tells you that it's okay to be bad, yeah. which sounds like an extremely douchey kind of um, over egocentric misogynistic thing to say. It's the kind of thing which you'd see on like a Tinder profile for a guy in like a a white pastel shirt who's clean shaven, um, maybe has like mousy blonde hair or dark hair and owns a BMW or an Audi and that that's kind of the thing which that, that you know that would be the the tagline under his things like I'm the guy who tells you it's okay to be bad you know or you get nowhere by obeying the rules and those they they suffer the same consequences as live live laugh love they the these pithy little slogans which are kicked out into the world and I think we've kind of covered it before I've, I've discussed this whole idea that on the face value, a lot of my work is very negative. The calendar is a good example of this, and we've been through this before. We discussed this before. My calendar, which I create, has a lot of, um, I guess, what you would call negative slogans. The slogans which are designed to be demoralizing but funny at the same time because you know they're in what they're intending to be. They, they're an, there's an apathy to those slogans. Like, I think the one for the month I'm in at the moment is, um, you're not a statistic because statistics have value. You know, they're slight burns. They're burns on you as a person and burns on me as a person because this is what motivates me. You know, when someone <laughs> points out these things, that's what motivates me. I'm motivated by negative value. I'm not motivated by someone going, you're doing really well, Graham. Congratulations. My brain goes, ah, well, we're clearly failing because we're not pissing anybody off. What's, what's the point in all that? Um, but yeah, I've, you know, I've mentioned that I'm, I'm, I'm careful with these things. There's a real fine balance line to, to strike there in uh, those slogans because, you know, I don't want to encourage someone to do something, um, you know, damaging to themselves. I don't want to encourage negative behavior. 
so I have to be really careful. There are slogans for those calendars which I have completely thrown out because I've read them and I've reread them and I've gone, actually, no, this is just, if someone read this and they were in the wrong mindset, this would kill them. You know, it, it is that kind of value. Um, and, and But then at the same time, I feel like I and the style of work which I do and a lot of people online and especially music and, and different things within the alternative world get a lot of shit for this kind of stuff, right? Like this is this is a face value thing which we all know, and most people who you know enjoy anything alternative, which is not the mainstream, will get a lot of shit for this kind of stuff. And it's be, this whole idea that on the face value to the public perception of the audience, that what you're putting out there is extremely negative, and negative is damaging, and negative is bad. So you're encouraging negative behavior. In reality, we're not. What we're actually encouraging is catharsis and explore, exploration of the full range of your emotions, rather than just denying who you are in order to appear cheerful there we go <laughs> sorry made myself get good there so i i always see it as my work serves a purpose to get people to engage with the darker sides of their minds and again we we covered this with comfort and coughing some of this is retreading the same water and some of this is you know valuable in that sense but what do i mean by um I'm the guy who's going to tell you it's okay to be bad. Well, essentially I am. You know, that that is, that's the thing which, this is, I think this is what I, the value I have within it is that I've known a lot of people in my lifetime and I know a lot of people who haven't explored what makes them sad. You know, they haven't explored what makes them angry. They haven't explored those parts of their personality because they don't want to, because they're simply uncomfortable with those things. So then when they encounter things which do make them feel sad, unhappy, angry, anything like that. They reject it outright, and then they really struggle. And those are the people I worry about. You know, those are the people who, when they encounter a big problem, something, you know, world-changing, and they really struggle, and you watch them go off the deep end, and you say, yeah, you know, this is, those are the people we look after. Those are the people who are completely overly top, you know, pushing positivity, pushing pushing whatever. When you're an extreme of any one emotion all the time, whenever you encounter the other thing, you're going to be in a situation where you're not balanced and you need to be looked after. And, and that's that's essentially all I mean. And it, it's happened quite a few times. You know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm a bad influence, but I'm a pretty bad influence. And it's because I think you can be influenced to explore things which are not necessarily good for you, in a healthy way, you know, in a safe way. I'm not in any way, shape or form stepping out and saying, hey, grab a bunch of knives and go juggling. No, what I do is I say, hey, grab a bunch of, you know, sticks, you know, not particularly sharp ones and try juggling with them. If that goes well, maybe up the game, you know, just see what happens. Yeah. As we said the other, other week in the podcast when we were talking about walking down side tracks, it's like you've got a street in your life, in your mind. Everyone's got one in their heads which they're like, I can't walk down that street because it scares me. It's like, well, you know, once in a while, maybe with a friend, take a walk down that street. I'll come for the ride with you on that. Why not? I've, I've had friends who, you know, and this I think this is, a, this is a huge thing, especially within British culture. Of, you know, you go through breakups or you go through something traumatic. And your instant reaction is the trope of wanting to drink, wanting to abuse yourself to be able to feel something, to be able to feel something, anything else other than what you were feeling when you initially started. And I will, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, don't drink. You know, So so your partner left you, don't drink. No, I'm not going to say that. I will say I'll go for a drink with you because then I can keep an eye on you. Yeah. 
You want to damage yourself? Fair enough. For for the first few few times, I'll go for a drink. Yeah, hang on. We, I'll take this journey with you down the negative because that is the healthy thing to do at the time. That they need that release. They need that value. They need that cathartic situation in order to feel it. And obviously, you keep an eye on them because then if it keeps going, then you're like, right, okay. Well, this is clearly now a pattern which you're forming. You need to go get other help. You need help from professionals, and you need you need someone else to talk to. Because if you're not discussing that with yourself, and you're just ignoring it, and you're just overdoing things, then you do those things. The same with anything, you know, whether it be topics on the work which you're doing. I've I've had friends. This I think that was the whole basis of Null Point when I said Null Point was it was just getting people to explore topics which they don't usually explore, getting getting their feedback loop slightly disrupted, and that's very hugely important. With that, is make something which you're uncomfortable with making. That's he says, thinking that he's never really made anything particularly cheerful, and he, he probably won't. Just mainly just because I don't really know how to. It's not that I'm scared. It's just it always looks kind of shit when I'm done with it. Um, but it's yeah, it's all about kind of pushing that value. The same with anything, you know. Where you, you I mean, the amount of people I've met who are single, and they're single, but they hate being single, or. You know, they, they, and it's not so much from like the lonely part of it, but they've forgotten that being single can be fun, you know, because they're so focused on the, the, the lonely side of being single and the, the emotional value of being single. It's like, okay, well, all of that's there, but there's, there's nothing wrong with indulging your fun moments of being single, the, the things which allow you to go a little excessive, which you can't do within relationships because, you know, relationships and relationships uh, relationships value you and your partner having open call conversation and that allow, that means concessions within your own life that's what i'm saying i'm not saying relationships are restrictive you know people have fantastic healthy relationships what i'm saying is that you always have to take your partner into account because you're you're a pair or you're more than a pair you may have multiple pairs whatever your situation but it means that you're no longer a singular value you have a lot of freedom as a single person so enjoy that freedom you know go be bad that's <laughs> out of context this could be a really weird podcast but what is even my point anyway getting back to my point so live laugh love is it's 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 just not it's almost meme worthy now i mean it is meme worthy now online live laugh love is, is one of these positive slogans but you see a lot of these positive slogans and i personally think that these slogans do more damage than a negative slogan ever could Right. That's 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 what I personally think. Because what these things do is they come out of nowhere and they, they, they point to you and they say, Hey, you right there, you behind the camera, doing your stuff, right? Be happy. Right now, just be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Why aren't you happy? Why what's wrong? Why you just be happy? Be positive. Look after yourself. What are you doing? And it, <laughs> ultimately, regardless of how you come in, I mean, I came in with that pretty harsh. You know, that was like a bullying. Be happy. Um, it's all about context and the gravel in your voice when you say it. But it's, if I just say, hey, be happy, it automatically, if you aren't happy, if you can't live up to that expectation of positivity, you're ultimately just going to feel bad. The problem is, is that you get these phrases that you're kicked out and they provide no solutions. This is the issue. And this was what the real was, which my friend sent me. Um, shout out to Megan. She's been in the podcast. Um, 
It's just that you, they don't provide any solution. It's like, hey, here's the problem. This is what you're doing wrong. And then they just they just send you that, and they say this is this is how things should be. This you know, be inclusive, all right. But you're not you're not providing any information on how to be inclusive. And if you've never been inclusive in your entire life, and you have a slightly defensive reaction to being inclusive, you're automatically just going to get even more defensive if you don't provide any value in doing it. Right? This this is something which you you talking to other people and talking to society and talking to the people around you, you you have to understand you can't just throw out catchment statements and expect people to change if you don't give them the tools to change with the statement in hand right that's essentially what i try to do i think that's what these podcasts are kind of about in a way is this is why i can't do it in i've thought of this quite a lot because i've been watching um, a bunch of kind of viral like short videos there was a great um, video I recently watched which I can't remember what it was on it must have been TikTok but I watched it on YouTube because I don't have TikTok um, it's an Australian guy singing about anxiety and basically just calling everybody out which I thought was hilarious but I was like oh well I guess I could cut some stuff from the podcast to make soundbite clips which I could then put on TikTok and I you know see if the audience responds to these kinds of things and I, when I post a reel on Instagram they seem to do okay but that's why I don't like discussing a topic in a soundbite because, yeah, sure, I can sit there and say, hey, it's okay to be bad. It's okay to be not the perfect person in the world. Indulge in your darker desires. But there's no explanation around it. You know, we take that line out of context and the context is in the rest of the podcast, which took me 30 minutes to explain. So <laughs> it's just... It does more harm because you're throwing these things out and you're, you're basically spreading this mass message of, you know, be happy, do this, these are the good things, blah, 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 blah. But you don't provide anyone with any context to it. So all you do is damage the people who can't meet that expectation straight away. This is why I've always gone down the, the more negative route because, people, one, all right, one, it's easier to feel negative. That's just a fact of life, right? Because everyone can relate to negative. Everyone in their lives has had something which at some point has made them feel negative and made them feel kind of less than perfect, right? Even if it's just something minute, even if you had a, a, a wonderful, happy, healthy life with a stable family and, you know, good expectations of yourself and all these kinds of things, maybe one day your ice cream, which you were eating in this fictional parlor of joy and happiness, wasn't quite the flavor you were expecting or maybe they were just they were you know one day they were just out of whatever flavor you're into they're like they were out of the cookie crumble chocolate nonsense which they were putting into the ice cream at that point what's wrong with vanilla guys side note what's wrong with vanilla just just don't there but maybe that was you know so you feel negative and you're like oh well i remember that and that sticks to you because that's how humans work we we catalog the database of memory in ourselves and we remember all the negative things in order to protect ourselves in survival that's trauma, that's survival instincts, that's how we work as a species because that's how we needed to work when we were prosaic or whatever we were back in the Neanderthal days. We, we can't, we're trying to outgrow that as a society, just doesn't work. That's just, you know, that's, sorry, yeah. but that's why we go negative. Because negative is relatable. But negative also doesn't ask anything of you. It doesn't. And when I go negative, I don't try to you know, force that on anybody. All I do is suggest things, or I try to suggest things. I try to suggest an idea and a way of looking at things and, and saying, hey, you know, 
first off, start here, and then everything else seems positive from that point. I mean, people who've met me, <laughs> to say I, you know, I'm, I dress like I'm off to a funeral, I make work, which looks like, you know, someone's had a nightmare. I focus on topics which are generally considered to be quite dark. These are the things which are facts, right? These are the things which are facts. But if you've met me, if you listen to the podcast, I'm actually a fairly positive person. And I'm a fairly positive person because I spend time in these darker areas and have developed myself from them. And by focusing on the dark areas, I'm able to develop those things because I'm able to see the negatives and go, oh, hey, you know, that's a thing which is bad. Maybe I should improve on that if I can, and I will. And I, that, that's that's what emotional growth is all about, I guess, to get to the, to the finer point of it. But I'm only able to have that by having a viewpoint which allows that balance. If you force someone down with a, hey, stop doing this to yourself. Hey, this is the better way to go. Hey, breathe, be happy, drink water. All this kind of nonsense. Yes, drinking water is nonsense. Go out, get yourself a cup of coffee. Be a star. If you can't have coffee, get yourself, you know, hot chocolate or something. And if you say you don't like hot drinks, well, then clearly you're unaware that frappes exist. Now... I completely lost my train of thought at the end there. <laughs> All I'm saying is you've kind of got to, you've got to work around these things. You've got to give people the the reasons to do these things, right? That's the baseline of all of this, is if you give someone straight, point, blunt, factual, flatline advice, you've got to give people ways to go. There's a great Instagram which I follow, and now I can't think... Oh, the name of her, so I'm going to do a cheeky little look-up whilst I'm on here. And she deals with uh, feminist issues, and I've been trying to get her on the podcast, but um, it, it's basically proving impossible because she's extremely popular and well-read. And, you know, I'm a very tiny podcast, but I try to get her a thing. But it's, uh, there it is, her, her perspective feminist. Her perspective feminist. Check her out on Instagram. But she does great little... Um, clips, essentially, which which sum up points. But the way she does them is she, she creates these clips which sum up points, but she explains the point. It isn't just like a, boom, you're wrong. No, it's, there is an explanation around it. There is mythology around it, not mythology, methodology around it. There is theoretics around it and implementation so you can make improvements on yourself. And that that is way more valuable than sitting there and slapping live, laugh, love on a piece of bark and putting up in your den. You know, it's, it's, it's imposing toxicity. That's, this is the thing. This is why, why I can't, re- I guess I can't really understand it is to me that comes across as way more toxic because it doesn't provide any value and things which don't provide value, which are meant to encourage or uplift aren't valuable. They're just negative. They, they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get confused with my versions of it. They're negative in a way which is damaging. It's it's incessant and, and everywhere. What I say though, this is the balance. There's a balance here because what I did was I I googled ten reasons why it's good. It's good to be bad, right? And it, I got a thing from GoodHousekeeping.com, and this article sums up quite clearly why you have to be careful with this stuff, right? Because I read through this list and. It is the most narcissistic 
list I have read in a very long time, right? If I say to you it's good to be bad, right? all I'm saying to you is that it's okay to indulge in yourself once in a while, right? I mean, what happened last night? Last night, a whole pizza and curly fries. Am I trying to eat healthy? Should I eat healthy? Yes, I should, but I didn't. I ate a whole, whole pizza and curly fries and probably gained about three pounds in, in the, the process. You know, should I be emotionally available to people who care about me? Sure, I should. Am I going to do it? Yeah, on occasion I'll do it, but for the most part, I'm probably going to be pretty closed off, and that's something I'm working on. These are things we should do. What happens is when people create these these pithy slogans in order to force a message down your throat is they ignore the should aspect and they say you must do this, forgetting that life is a bandwidth of grey matter and there is several shades between it, between being, you know, choked and spanked by life and rubbed down with oil. There's a, there's a, there's a whole range to human emotion. But this is, you know, this is 10 reasons to be, to be, 10 reasons it's good to be bad. The first one on here is gossip. All right? Gossip. That's the first thing good housekeeping encourages you to do to be bad. Now, that is a hugely damaging thing to do to anybody because it, basically, gossip usually focuses on things which people are hugely insecure about, right? (laughs) You know, it's 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 malicious it's everything which you shouldn't be doing to other human beings like no yeah yeah it's good to be bad you can go gossip be a bitch about that thing which you want to be a bitch about be a dick about that thing you want to be a dick about yeah be good once in a while it'll make you feel better sure it'll make you feel better in the short term but at the same time you're never going to have a good you know interpersonal relationship flirt with a man who's not your husband I don't know what year this was written in. This was 2013. This was the advice good housekeeping were given. Apparently, you know, flirt with a man who's not your husband. Now, I, I, I'm I, sat here going, you know, I, I touched on it earlier that you, I think if you're single, you should explore your life. And even if you're in a relationship, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, being flirtatious with anybody because I think we are, as beings, sexual. That's That's how we we procreate that's just a thing which you can say no i don't think there's anything wrong with being a confident person within your relationship but this is so specific flirt with a man who's not your husband go out find yourself someone who you are not betrothed to you know ignore your wife at home go out and do these things because this is the thing as well if you turn this list around and you said that this was off, off the other way <laughs> like if this was just the other sex this would cause outrage <laughs> You'd be sat there going, flirt with, flirt with a woman who's not your wife. Go out and flirt with a woman who's not your wife. And it's because, you know why? Do you know why that is? It's because there's different expectations between the sexes. And that's com- that's completely the point of sexism, misogyny, and patriarchy, right? That's the thing which we're trying to break. Good housekeeping apparently is just keeping that online. I, I don't know why. What? Read erotica. Now this I agree with. You know, read erotica. If you're a person who doesn't have much going on in your life in terms of sexual content, read erotica. Erotica can be quite fun. It's quite pleasant. It's something which plays your your imagination. It's okay because you're indulging in a fantasy. It's not going out and flirting with a random... (sighs) Sorry. Spend the day in your PJs. Again? Yeah. You know, don't get dressed once in a while. Just just spend your days in your PJs. Procrastinate and tell yourself you're being creative. I feel like that's the exact opposite of... What I know creative to be. Did they, they write this list just to annoy me? Don't censor yourself. Yeah, once in a while, just don't censor yourself. 
Let yourself be angry for a while. Let yourself swear. Have a go at somebody. I got into an incident the other day where I was I was half debating getting out of my car to go yell at somebody. I wouldn't because I'm not that kind of person. So instead I just had an argument with myself on the drive home. That was restraining myself. But you don't have to restrain yourself all the time. Just don't censor yourself. Eat two desserts or have a third cocktail. Again, I ate a whole pizza last night. That's the way we're doing it. Be gleefully grabby. Right? Be gleefully grabby. This is a weird one. Essentially, they're basically just saying, if you see some cake, take the last piece of cake. Ignore everybody else. Take the last piece of cake. I feel like all of these things which they're saying to be bad are just hugely bad habit forming. Right. None of these are just saying, hey, you know, you can indulge once in a while. No, these are like, oh, go be, 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 be. Someone will take this list and they will say, it's okay, I'm indulging in myself and that's the, that's the best thing. And then they'll form that pattern of just being selfish for the rest of their lives. Be selfish in bed. Occasionally, yeah, that's fine. Be selfish in bed. Enjoy yourself. But that only works if you've got a healthy relationship with your partner or partners. You know, <laughs> get mad and stay mad. Yeah, again, I've discussed this whole idea. Um, on the episode where we were discussing those, I don't let myself get angry. On occasion, I will let myself get angry. That's, these are things to work on. But this is the this is the thing, right? With the internet and social media being what it is, we've we've diluted, and condensed, not diluted, reduced. You don't dilute to do things. You reduce to make it pure. We've reduced interaction of content down to these pithy slogans, and we we've. We've put value in that because people want to see that and they want to see if they surround themselves with those positive slogans and negative slogans if that's how they will interact with their life. And it is, it's both sides of the coin, right? You get a lot of accounts which are super positive, super, you know, go out, be happy, run through fields, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then you get a lot of the ones which are like, no, stay home, kicking your, kick, kick your chair, don't get out, go in, eat all the stuff. And you, it's it's both sides. And it's people who want to live up to this aesthetic. And it's people who desperately don't want to deal with their issues and their problems. And instead want to have the value of feeling like they're part of something. And that's what this provides. But what it doesn't provide is any growth in the human being at an end point. Right? That's what it doesn't provide. You can survive, surround yourself with all the positive slogans in the world, and you can surround yourself with all the negative slogans in the world, but if you don't actually read into it, and you don't actually go out of the way to get tools to help you, you're never gonna actually live up to those slogans. And you you might end up just damaging yourself, because you're surrounding yourself with all the things you want, but you know you can't have, because you're not willing to put the work in to get. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's my view. All I'm saying is that, you know, as a creator, as a platform, as someone who puts his opinions out into the world, I'm going to tell you it's okay to feel sad. It's like that song from Watsky. It's a limo for emos, right? you got broken hearts, ruined t-shirts. Get in. We'll go for a ride. I'm not going to tell you to live, laugh, or love. But let me know what you think. I'd be interested to hear your views. And until then, I'll talk to you guys later.